This morning we have a, the privilege of listening to the Golden Age Banquet speaker, <laughs> Dwayne Zook. He spoke the other day, and he gets to speak again today. Let me pray for you, Dwayne. Sure. Father, thank you for Dwayne's willingness to to study and prepare your word for us. We we pray that uh, he uh, guides us to a heart of thankfulness and and encourages us. Encourages us today. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, I was asked to speak at the Golden Age Banquet the other day. And I, I'm, I lack just a little bit of being qualified to be there as a guest. So this was my very first time there. But when I got there and stood up and looked around, I said, yeah, this is my crowd. These are my peers, you know. So so <laughs> next year I will actually be qualified to be there as a guest. So, But it was a good experience, and uh, I wasn't real sure what to say to them. So when I got up there and got started talking, I just kind of talked about things I knew about, you know. And uh, it worked out. It was It was good. It was good. And uh, so... I guess what I would say is if you are eligible to be invited to the Golden Age Banquet, don't hesitate to go. Uh, a couple of people responded to their invitation saying, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's for old people. <laughs> well, you know, old people have a good time too, so I encourage you to come. Well, this morning, um, you know, here we are right in the Thanksgiving season. You know, Thanksgiving is coming right down at us. So we're going to take a little time off from going through the book of John uh, for at least the next few weeks. Of course, uh, just next week and then the next Sunday will actually be the Sunday after Thanksgiving. But we're going to treat that as Thanksgiving Sunday. And then, of course, as soon as we get into December, then we're looking at Advent. So, uh, you know, we're just moving right along here, believe it or not. But next Sunday we do have a couple of special treats I really hadn't confirmed this with them yet, but we are planning to hear from John and Diana next week, do a mission moment, do a report on their trip to Ecuador. Hannah, am I coming through or am I too far away? Okay, good. And um, then also, you know, we've started, we started the, uh, thanks, the Thanksgiving quilt. But next week, you're going to get a chance uh, to take part a little more than that. First, we thought we'd have you come to the podium, and, but a lot of people don't want to do that. But next week, we are going to have the ushers pass the microphone around. And all you need to do is raise your hand, take the mic, just speak for a, just a minute, half a minute. Something you're thankful for, something, some way that God has worked in your life this past year, or even, you know, just within the past week. That's fine. But we want to hear from you. Uh, we would like to... Spend, I don't know, some time doing that. And then Forrest will wrap it up with a short message, devotional, or thoughts to prepare our hearts for Thanksgiving. So think about that this week, what you would like to share, and uh, we'll be happy to do that. So it is kind of a special week next week, and we're looking forward to that and ask you to prepare to participate in that. Well, this morning, <clears throat> I, uh, I want to do something a little bit different uh, I, you know, Heather asked me, you know, what's, what's my title? What do you want to put in the bulletin? And I just said, a thankful heart. 
Um, but really what I want to do this morning, I want to kind of do a little bit of a word search or a scripture search. Uh, just, just going through scripture, different places, different parts of scripture, where it talks about thanksgiving. Now, I grew up, and, you know, your, your childhood memories leave an indelible print on your mind. But I grew up thinking Thanksgiving was a time when we went to Grandma's house and ate turkey and dressing, you know. And everybody kind of has that experience to one degree or another. But as we go through some of these scriptures, I hope, uh, you know, you begin to see Thanksgiving is about how we express ourselves to God. You know, I, I hope we can kind of see that as we go through some of these scriptures. Um, the, you know, I, I guess I guess what it amounts to is how do we express our love for God and for one another? That is true thanksgiving. And I thought our Sunday school lesson this morning was really, a, you know, a really good introduction to that, a really good run-up to that. The title of the lesson was Consequences of Fellowship. And we spent a little bit of time discussing that title. Now, usually we think about consequences of actions, consequences of sin. You know, we have forgiveness of sin, but we still have to deal with the consequences. Well, we also have consequences of fellowship. We're gathered here for fellowship. After the service this morning, we're going to go across the, street, the, the parking lot here, eat a wonderful meal, and fellowship together. What are the consequences of that? That kind of puts you in a different mindset of how you define the word consequence. So that's kind of what I hope we come out of this this morning with when we think about Thanksgiving, when we think about what it is. Now, I need to tell you right up front that when I went through this list, this word list, word study list, uh, I was using a study Bible, and I would recommend that you do this too. Because by the time I got done, I've got several pages here of notes that I'm going to read from. And when I got done, I went back and counted, and I said, hmm, I used just a, about a fifth <laughs> of, the, of the references that are listed in that study Bible I was using. You can spend hours going through the Bible studying Thanksgiving. How do I give thanks to God? How do I give thanks to my fellow believers? It's a long, long list. So basically, I've just picked out a few of them here. And I would encourage you to spend some time with a good study Bible, uh, you know, researching, word searching, Thanksgiving. And that's basically what I'm going to do this morning. Now, I'm not going to take the time to turn to each reference, so I wrote them out, which is something I normally don't do. Usually I get up here with about one page of notes and never look at my notes because I start talking and just kind of forget about my notes. But this morning I'm going to read my notes is what it amounts to. Now, um, we come to uh, we come to the term Thanksgiving, and it kind of makes us wonder. Okay, why should we? Why should we think about Thanksgiving? Why should we give thanks? Well, probably the best reason of all is because Christ did it as an example. Christ set an example of Thanksgiving. And Matt, now. I'm not, like I said, we're not going to look at the references, but I'll try to use each reference. If you want to make a note and write it down, uh, I'll try to give you time to do that. Matthew 11:25. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, 
Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Well, if you know, if you understand Matthew 11 and know from this phrase, Jesus is talking about the little children coming to him. Jesus is thanking God for the faith of a child. We probably should pay attention to that. Okay? Then in John 6:11, Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to them who were seated, so also the fish, as much as they wanted. Well, we know what that story is coming from, don't we? Where that's coming from, Jesus feeding the 5,000. But now, something else that we need to take note of here, Jesus is giving thanks before taking food. Jesus set an example right here in his ministry on earth of praying before our meal. And that's a custom that many, many families have done for a long, long time. Well, there's several reasons for that, a couple of reasons that come to mind for me at least. The number one reason is don't ever forget to be thankful for just everyday things. If we're sitting down to a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner or if Mama hands you a bologna sandwich on the way out the door, don't ever forget to be thankful for basic needs that are filled every day. Food, clothing, shelter, a comfortable house to live in. Sometimes we take those things for granted. Don't ever forget to be thankful for them. Um, Another reason that I've always thought, you know, we should always pray before our meals because it's the most numerous, the most frequent time that the families all gather together. You know, mom calls you in, you come in and sit down for lunch. The whole family's there. What better time to pray with your family, bringing your, your thanks, your needs, um, your concerns before God. It's the best time to do it when the family's all gathered. Now, all of the angels engage in Thanksgiving, okay? So that's a pretty good reason for us to engage in Thanksgiving as well. Revelation 4, nine. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever. So the living creatures of heaven are giving thanks to him that's seated on the throne. Revelation 7, 11 and 12. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might. Be to our God forever and ever. Amen. If the angels of heaven gather around the throne and praise and worship God and give him thanksgiving in this way, we probably should do that too. We probably should pay attention in our thanksgiving to God. Thanksgiving to God is commanded. Did you ever think about that? Thanksgiving to God is commanded. Psalms 50 verse 14. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High. We give thanks to God as a sacrifice, as a form of sacrifice. That's pretty profound stuff. Philippians 4, 6. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Do not be anxious about anything. That's kind of a tough one, isn't it? I find myself getting anxious about some things. Shally, Sally was sharing with me this morning uh, out here in the foyer about what her mom is going through. It's pretty tough not to be anxious 
But when you put your trust and faith in God and know that the person that you're anxious about has also is a believer, it's easier not to be so anxious. So don't be anxious in anything. Well, it's where you have your faith that determines that, where you're, whether or not you're going to be anxious. Thanksgiving is a good thing. Psalms 92.1 said, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High. It's good to give thanks to the Lord, sing praises to your name. Uh, a couple of the songs that Darla led us in this morning are right out of the Psalms. The Psalms is just full of praises to God. Psalms 106.1 and Psalms 107.1, two back-to-back Psalms, the first verse in each of those Psalms is remarkably alike. Psalms 106.1 says, Praise the Lord. O give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Psalms 107.1 says exactly the same thing, except it does not have the phrase, Praise the Lord. But it says, O give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Got a little bit of repetition going on there. The psalmist is trying to impress on us, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. It's exactly right. Thanksgiving should be offered to Christ. 1 Timothy 1.12 says, I thank Him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because He judged me faithful, appointing me to His service. Thanksgiving should be offered through Christ. Romans 1.8 First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. And in Colossians 3, 7, it says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Thanksgiving should be offered in the name of Christ. Ephesians five twenty, Giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving should be offered in private worship. Now here we come to the here we come to the book of Daniel. Good old Daniel. I just I just really enjoy the book of Daniel. There's so much to be learned from Daniel uh, that it's incredible. But Daniel six ten, and if you know if you're familiar with the book of Daniel, you know what's going on here in Daniel chapter six. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. And because God, because Daniel went and privately knelt in his room and gave thanks to God, well, they were spying on him. And that earned him a trip to the lion's den. But because of his faith, because of his uh, faithfulness, and his thanksgiving to God, the angels shut the lion's mouth, and Daniel was delivered. He came out of there the next morning unharmed, not a hair on his head scratched. And, uh, you know, we all know that story. We've, we've learned it from the time we were little children. Thanksgiving should be offered in public worship. Okay? Public worship. Psalms thirty-five, eighteen: I will thank you in the great congregation... In the mighty throng, I will praise you. Well, 
look around at our, our little church family here, this little church out in the country, I'm not sure we could call ourselves a great congregation. But what does Scripture say? It says, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. And that makes us a mighty throng. That makes us a mighty throng. So in public worship, we need to thank Him. I will thank you in the great congregation, in the mighty throng, I will praise you. That's what we need to do when we gather here. Now, thanksgiving should be offered in everything. And, and uh, Heather put that verse in the bulletin this morning. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now, that always makes me pause, and I want to stop and talk about this a little bit. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. You know, there's, there's a lot of circumstances that we find ourselves in. Uh, you know, just look around you here today. Look at, look at the prayer list in the bulletin. We know that we have people here uh, maybe grieving the loss of a spouse, grieving the loss of a dear family member or a close friend, um, we have people here, you know, Sally was talking about her mother uh, in the bulletin, the people that are listed there dealing with health issues. There are people here this morning dealing with things that just really don't know what's going on for sure and trying to figure out, uh, you know, what is it that, that I'm dealing with. Uh, perhaps you're dealing with a financial collapse, crisis, your business, or you're sitting around thinking, how am I going to make my farm payment this year? You know, we're dealing with we're dealing with things. We're dealing with issues. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, Darla came home from the store. You know, just made her normal run to to the grocery store and to Walmart. And I was helping her carry sacks in out of the car, and she had a kind of a sober look on her face. And I didn't really say anything, but I but I looked at her, and she looked at me and said, "You're not going to believe how much money I spent." You know, we're all dealing with that. Well, what really bothered me was the first thing I said, well, am I still going to be able to have ice cream? You know, <laughs> you know, I've got my priorities straight, okay? You know, <laughs> I still, I'm still getting ice cream. Don't worry about that. I'm still okay. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we find ourselves in circumstances. We find ourselves dealing with day-to-day issues because we live in a broken world. Because we live in a world broken by sin. And sometimes when we get ourselves in those circumstances, we find it hard or we forget to be thankful. You know, when I'm dealing with something hard, we talked about this in Sunday school too. What's the first thing you turn to? And I find, I find myself dealing with this some, some and I, I see it in other people too. Well, I have tried everything else, so I guess I better pray. You know, being thankful and praying, you know, going to God and being thankful to God, sometimes that's the last thing that occurs to us. And it should be the first. It should be the first. I would like for you to turn with me to Psalms 56. I want to read about David, a guy named David. And if there was a guy that knew about circumstances, it was David. Uh, and this, right here in this section of the Psalms, from about Psalms, oh, early 50s, 50, 52, something like that, until you get up all the way into the 60s. Uh, not, not every one of these, but a lot of these Psalms are, 
things or, or uh, prayers or praises that David wrote when he was dealing with all kinds of things going on in his life. Uh, some of the Psalms are David dealing with before he's, you know, Samuel anointed him king when he was just a boy, but there was a guy named Saul that was on the throne at the time. Saul wanted to make sure that David didn't get anywhere close to the throne. Saul spent, a, or David spent an awful lot of his life running from Saul to save his life. And so some of the times, some of these Psalms, David is writing about that, about how he's being chased by Saul. When David became king, his own son, Absalom, decided he could do a better job as king, and he came to assassinate his dad. He was going to take the throne. Well, rather than have that confrontation, that battle to the death with his own son, David fled. He said, I'm not going to harm my son. I'm not going to harm Absalom. So David spent time fleeing from Absalom. Later on, or mixed in with that, a lot of times David's conflicts with his kingdom with the Philistines. There are many, many times David had to um, go through all kinds of problems. Um, there were there was a time when he was fleeing from Saul. He actually allied himself with the Philistines, but when he was on the throne, was king, he had to deal with with much conflict with them. But here in Psalms fifty six, it is really um, he is really in in battle or in conflict with the Philistines, and that's what he is praying to God about here. He says, uh, "Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me." All day long an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample on me all day long, for many attack me proudly. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? That's where we sometimes kind of lose track of ourselves. We worry about what flesh can do to us. David's got his priorities right here. First thing he does when he's in trouble, he turns to God. A lot of times when I'm in trouble, that's kind of down the list before I think about, oh, I need to take this to God. That's David's top priority. What can flesh do to me? Threaten me with heaven. Have you ever heard that song? Threaten me with heaven. You know, you can take my life, but look where I'm going. You know, so that that needs to be our priority. The first thing we do is turn to God. What can flesh do to me? All day long they injure my cause, and all their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape. In wrath, cast down the peoples, O God. You have kept count of my tossings, put my, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? God, you know every one of the struggles I have dealt with. You, you, you put my tears in a bottle. You have uh, written it in your book. You know what I'm dealing with. Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know that God is for me. In God whose word I praise. In the Lord whose word I praise. Now here it is, verse 11. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will I will render... Thank offerings to to you, for you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. David knew about circumstances. He was in a lot of them. 
we get into circumstances, we need to remember, we need to know that our trust, our salvation is in God. That's why we need to constantly be giving thanks, be in thanksgiving to God. Now, uh, let's see. Yeah, the key verse there, verse 13, For you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk in the light of life. Now, turn with me again to Romans. Let's go to Romans uh, chapter 7. Uh, Romans chapter 7. And... um, I want to look especially at verses 23 to 25. Uh, but let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's start at verse 19 there. Romans chapter 7, verse 19. And um, you've heard this uh, phrase many ways, many different times. It says, For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep doing. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. Isn't that the truth? So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Now here it is. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's Jesus Christ that's going to deliver us from this. He is it. He is the rock. He's going to deliver us. Thanks be to God for Jesus Christ. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, and with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Okay, now, just to put the icing on the cake here, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. Go to 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, there's just, uh, verse, uh, verse, verse, verse 57 is what I want to end on, is what I want to get to here. But let's start out at uh, verse 50. This whole, this, whole, uh, <laughs> this whole little section of Scripture here is just loaded. You know, it tells us all about what it, what it means to be a believer, what it means to be faithful, what it means to give thanks to God. Let's start at verse 50. It says, I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That right there ought to bring us up short. We're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. Now here we are again. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
we give thanks to God because Jesus has provided salvation to us. And when we see him, we will be changed. The perishable will be put away and we'll put on the imperishable. That's a mystery that I have a hard time figuring out and I haven't quite gotten it all figured out yet. If you have, I hope you'll come and tell me about it. (laughs) Because I still don't understand it all. What I know is that I can give thanks to God that in Jesus Christ is my salvation. That really is what thanksgiving is. That's what thanksgiving is all about. It's great to talk about You know, the things, I I hope we fill that thing up. But really what you're writing on that paper and putting up there is blessings. The way God has blessed us. Thanksgiving is knowing that Jesus has saved us and giving thanks to God for that. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that we have you We have your son, Jesus. We have salvation, and so we give thanks to you for that. Lord, as we go from here today, we just pray that you would um, just, just through your grace, allow us to know what we have thanksgiving for. We have thanksgiving for salvation, and so we need to know that. We need to remember that, and we need to act on that every single day of our lives. Just thank you, Lord, that we just have the blessing of just being here today. We have another day of life. We're able to go enjoy a good meal. We're able to enjoy the fellowship of the people that we know and love. So just be with us as we go through this day, as we go through the coming week, and as we come to Thanksgiving Day that we set aside as a special day to remember and to know that we give thanks to you for salvation just thank you for all these blessings and all these things we just ask it all in jesus name amen